street food heaven. We're in Japan. Why are you watching videos? Just using my phone to find our next meal. What's that? Let's find out. With my Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra, I can circle it with the S Pen and search right in the app. Looks like it's called Takoyaki. Tofu! Actually, it's fried octopus. <laughs> I knew that. Circle it, find it. With the new Galaxy S24 Ultra and circle the search with Google. Get yours now at Samsung.com. Internet connection required. Results may vary based on visuals. This episode is brought to you by Auto Trader. Look around. What do you see? Cars. Lots of them. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends, if you see it on the road, you can likely find it on Auto Trader. New, used, electric, and one day, maybe even flying cars. See a car? Find it on Auto Trader. Visit AutoTrader.com to learn more. You're listening to The Gold Derby Show on the Gold Derby Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Devin Davidson for Gold Derby, here with Oscar winner Penelope Cruz, the star of Pedro Almodovar's latest film, Parallel Mothers. Uh, Penelope, I want to start by asking about your relationship with Pedro, because you've collaborated with him on so many great projects. This is, I believe, like your eighth film together. Can you talk to us about the partnership you formed so many years ago, and what is it about his directing and writing style that continues to inspire you and keep bringing you back? I always want more, you know, with him. <laughs> he's, to me, he's a genius. I think we can safely call him a genius. Um, I met him when I was 18. That's the first time he called me. I felt an incredible connection with him from day one. I was too young for that movie. And he told me he would call me later in the future. But two years later, he offered me Life Flesh. And we started uh, this relationship, this collaboration that really works. It just, we know each other, we trust each other. We, when we met, we already felt like we knew each other, like, oh, this is this old friend that I haven't seen in a long time. It didn't feel new. And I, I just keep learning and, and being surprised by him and being challenged by him because he gives me like incredible material every time. I'm very grateful. I feel this is such a gift, you know, that life is giving me this relationship uh, with Pedro. It's not not just about the work, about having him in my life. And what were your initial thoughts when you saw the script for Parallel Mothers um, and began discussions with Pedro on that? First thing, first time he told me about it, uh, it was like 18 years ago in New York, doing press for All About My Mother. And then uh, during the toughest part of the lockdown, he called me and he said, I'm writing for you. And he told me about the story. And I said, Pedro, you told me about this so long ago. I remember. Really? I told you? Yes. And I never forgot. I never forgot this photographer. I always felt attracted to this role. And it was the best news, like, somebody could give me, you know, at that time. We didn't know when we were going to do it, if it was going to be one year or five. Nobody knew anything. But here we are talking about it and feel very, very grateful. And what was it about that character of Janice that you related to? And what did you want to bring to her to, to give her life? Truth. I wanted to bring truth, you know, to something that is heartbreaking, you know, that 
Janice situation is very peculiar, but it has happened. You know, there is a case that was reported in reported in the Spanish press recently uh, about something that happened to two mothers in a hospital. Same thing that happens in the movie. Mm. And there has happened other times in the world. But it represents the challenge of any mother in the world having a threat of losing what they love the most, their children, in any way. So because of that, what I wanted was to find truth, you know, and to give that to Pedro and to the story and to give my 100%. Um, and that's what I, what I tried because I felt, you know, characters like this, I'm, I'm very lucky to have and very lucky that he trusts me like constantly for things that I haven't done before. Um, it's like he can see it. He can imagine me do that before I have ever done it. No, So, okay. so I never want to disappoint him. And there's been a theme in his films with you that I believe you're either a mother or pregnant in every single one. So what is it? What is he seeing in you for the for these roles? And um, have you enjoyed playing these different mother roles? And has your, I guess, um, process in bringing to the roles changed since you became a mother yourself? Because you you weren't in some of these earlier roles. Yes and no, because I always had such a strong maternal instinct, and he always saw that in me, and he always told me. And he sees that if we are in the street walking and there is a baby, I don't care if it's a stranger. I just go. It's like a magnet for me. And and he knows also, like, when somebody's working with children, it has to be somebody that can have that connection with children. Mm. And and every time I'm working with a kid, I don't care if it's the one-month-old or the one-year-old or the boy in Pain and Glory who was 10. I have to build a relationship with them, trust. They have to know me. They have to trust me. They have, we have to become friends. And, and I think that's very important when you're working with children, you know, because they are in an environment that is not their own and it can freak them out. And, and I feel he trusts me a lot with that because how much I love kids. Um, but also, uh, I don't know, he's always seen me as the mother uh, or pregnant except for broken embraces where the character is not in any of those situations. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of emotionally tense moments throughout this film. And so I was just curious, what for you is the most challenging type of scene as an actor um, or in this film in particular, what was the most challenging? Um, First, the contention of the first block, because when we started rehearsing, I was crying in every scene. As soon as I started reading, it was like heartbreaking. And Pedro was, okay, we're going to have time to go through this. We have to dry your own tears. Your tears are not going to mix with the ones of the character, which is like the best thing a director can do with you. But the material was so good and so moving that that's what was happening. Nobody was forcing anything. And he wanted that like ticking bomb, you know, about to explode, that adrenaline. But he didn't want that emotional release until the part of the movie where my character decides to confront the character uh, of Anna. So she would confront me and push me to say the truth. In that block, no matter what I needed as an actress and as Janice to go through that release of emotion where I end up like throwing up in the floor of the bathroom and 
almost fainting from the emotional pain and the desperation and the fear. As long as that block was there, <laughs> I was fine like to to find a way uh, in all the beginning and also the end to find a way of expressing emotions that was not mine, was Janice. Because her, her background is different, her traumas are different from mine. So it's a different way, a different connection with her emotions. If I feel something, it's like I press a button, I'm crying or I'm laughing or I'm like, I'm much more transparent. I feel lucky that in life I can release those emotions so easily. Otherwise, I think I would be not very healthy. <laughs> but for Janice, it's different. She can keep it inside for much longer. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a virtue. Probably she suffers even more in any situation if all is inside. But that is that character, that personality, that way of um, uh, confronting emotions. Um, so through that ride, through that time that he gave us, those four or five months of rehearsal, it was a blessing to have that. Uh, we found, like we we found uh, how to how to manage, you know, to to have that energy at the beginning, that adrenaline, that ticking bomb. You almost feel like you are watching a thriller in that section yeah. of the movie or a film noir. And then there come that section where the the confession, where where that explosion is there, because I was convinced the audience at that point needs to go through that release of emotion with Janice needs to see her throwing up, needs to see her crying, screaming, like passing out, like the audience needs that at that point. So as long as I had that, (laughs) (laughs) because I felt like otherwise you go crazy, you know, like building up to that. Yeah. And I needed that for her, but Pedro wanted the same thing. We were never like not, not agreeing on that point, but it was like, you know, like, uh, a music partitura. partitura. Yeah, well, and I'm w- one of the things that I was curious about that you said was the, the thriller. And I was wondering if anything surprises you once you see a finished film um, after you've been acting in it, because I think there's so much in this film with with Alberto Iglesias's music and the editing. I was like, you feel like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. You don't really know if you want to trust Arturo or it does feel like a thriller in many ways. And I think in the hands of a different filmmaker, it might have just been all drama, but it, it does feel like a roller coaster while you're watching it. Did anything surprise you when you saw the finished film? Uh, I have to say that in the middle of the shooting, halfway through, he invited me to see half an hour. Mm. And that's when I really understood this aspect of thriller or film noir. And I was blown away. I thought like, I know he's a total genius, but look at what he's doing. Because very easily he could have gone into a tone that is more melodramatic. Because what is happening to them is very hardcore. And when I saw that, I felt like I was so happy that I saw that half an hour because I understood. Because he was not talking about that in the in the read-throughs or in the rehearsals. Yeah. He doesn't talk about, okay, this is my plan. This is my strategy. You have to figure it out. So I knew he was doing that. But when I saw it put together, it's been one of those times where he has really blown me away by, I know he's extremely talented, but it's like every time you discover 
something. Yeah. Every time he can sur- surprise you. Just as one final question, you were nominated for Volver, uh, which was an Almodovar film, and then you won your first Oscar for Vicky Cristina Barcelona. So I'm curious what you remember about that night of winning. Um, was it sort of an out-of-body experience, or <laughs> what do you out remember body. about it? Out-of-body, because I, I always say, I, I hope one day it happens again so that I can uh, really be aware of the experience. Because <laughs> Because I I don't remember, like, I was so nervous. And probably if it would ever in my life happen again, who knows? It's very difficult. But if it yeah. would, probably the same situation would happen where only a part of you is there, but you're so nervous. The adrenaline is so high that the next day I felt like it's over. But what happened? <laughs> I just remember, like, after the show, I, I went to Gaio Siri's house to the, the Madonna's party and I walked in and I looked to my left and on the sofa, I saw this vision. I saw De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, Leonardo, eh, eh, Scorsese. <laughs> and I looked at them and I ran away. <laughs> 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 okay, too much, too much to handle. And I, I, I actually ran, I ran away because it was incredible to see them all together there, you know. Yeah. And they are all so nice, and and, <laughs> and Leo is our friend, and we love him so much. But the combination, you know. Yeah. So that is one of the one of the things that I remember, like really, and I remember for sure the feeling of, which is what I feel today when I talk about it, being so so grateful, you know for for that incredible support so so grateful and then my my oscar the the, the placa the plaque is upside yeah. down because my father didn't have the glasses <laughs> so he put it upside down and my father is not with us anymore so i oh. would never i would never turn it upside down well that makes it unique i mean i would never turn way. it the right way is is when i look at it it's like well, Penelope Cruz, um, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. I want to encourage our viewers watching this to head over to goldderby.com, make your awards predictions, and check out more interviews with top contenders. Uh, Penelope, thanks again for talking with me about your incredible performance in this beautiful film, Parallel Mothers. Thank you so much. Great to meet you. For all things Hollywood competition and award season, head to goldderby.com. Follow us on social media at goldderby. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.